David Adegboyega, the sound character coach. David is passionate about national transformation through sound character development. He derives joy in raising young people who live for the common good. Hello everyone. Welcome to the third edition of Sound Character with David Adegboyega. I am David Adegboyega, author of the Sound Character book series and the Sound Character coach. It's always a pleasure and privilege to talk about some character. On Some Character with David Adeguega, our vision is to raise a critical mass of purposeful future leaders who will demonstrate values that contribute positively globally. Remember that, positively globally. And we are here to inspire you, for you to inspire everyone in the society to moral excellence. Let's get the sound character chill reaction started. Welcome once again. You know, last week on the show, we had the privilege to speak to our fathers on the fact that every father can influence the nation. They love their wives. Is it that simple to influence the nation? You may be saying, do you mean that all the ills in society today can change if all the fathers change? Yes. How? Fathers, love your wife. She'll become the best mother ever. The children can see it and they will be formed by that environment. Great children are a product of love-filled environments. It's a chain reaction. When the woman in every home is loved, great children are raised in every home. Then they become great students. They grow to become great citizens from whom great leaders are either elected or selected. So that, that was our charge last week. Another striking point we made last week was that fatherhood is about raising children to be like you in terms of character and that your character status is more important than your economic status and you know i mean just yesterday i got a feedback i got a feedback on that comment one of my colleagues gave me feedback that fatherhood is raising children better than you in terms of character and you know that that that's i mean that's so on point fatherhood is not just raising children you know of character but who are even better than you are and that's a challenge to we fathers right there if everyone that is a father today and those that will become fathers over the next 50 years decide to raise children with strong character values, we will have a new nation. If everyone that's a father today and that will become fathers over the next 50 years, if we all decide to raise children with strong values, 
we will have a new nation. Imagine this happening every year for the next 50 years. Imagine every man loving his wife. The transformation in the society will be magical. When fathers are deliberate about raising future leaders who will demonstrate values to contribute positively, the transformation of society will be tangible. And you know, I'm saying this that over the next 50 years, you know, I'm saying it with a lot of prayer in my heart that that will be our reality. You know, like I always say on this show, I mean, I'm from Nigeria, so my, my primary focus will be Nigeria, but the things we're talking about, they are principles that apply globally. They are timeless. They are boundless. Now, I'm saying this, that over the next 50 years, if we are deliberate with character education, if we are deliberate to raise children with strong character strength, then we will see our society change. And of course, it's a journey. We have to be patient with ourselves. We all look at our nation today and we ask ourselves, why are things why have things become what they have become today? Well, things didn't become like this overnight. And certainly, things will change overnight as well. And if things will change, we need to focus on our teenagers today. We need to focus on our children today. We need to give them the right values so that over the next 50 years, if we do that very well, then we can have a new nation. So help us God. Now, imagine that every year, you know, we have in every home, we have every man loving his wife. This will bring transformation in a society. What's the connection? When a woman is loved, a nurturing environment is created and her best capacity is released. When a man talks to his wife kindly all the time, even when the woman experiences some mood swings, the man keeps talking to her kindly and lovingly. The children are watching. You know, don't forget, we also mentioned last week that to love a woman is to be patient with her, to unveil her essence. So, this is our challenge to fathers, that let's fill every home with kind words, with decency, with warmth. The implication is that we will raise teenagers who are well-groomed, well-behaved, and the teenagers today are the leaders tomorrow. Imagine when all teenagers raised over the next 50 years are from such homes. Homes filled with kind words. Homes filled with decency. Homes filled with warmth. Let me reiterate that this is not about your economic status. 
but about your character status. The kind of values you inculcate into your children is more important than what you spend on them in terms of money. This is very true. You know, growing up in the Lurie, my father had a farm. And sometimes we walk at the farms in the morning before going to school. And on weekends. You know, now I, I, I remember those days with with you know with longing. You know, driving very early in the morning to the farm. Of course, you know, walk on the farm, then get back to school. You know, but then on weekends we go there. Of course, you know, I, I live in Lagos, Nigeria today, so of course no, no farm, I mean, you know, but those days were, were refreshing. Of course, sometimes it wasn't always all pleasant, but now, you know, that, that taught us discipline, that taught us commitment, you understand? Now I remember those things and I respect my father, you know, that yes, even though he's working, he's still, you know, good run a farm and of course get his children, even my elder sister, everybody, the, the, both the boys and the girls were all on the farm. You know, thank you daddy for those values. So that's what we're saying, right? Now, I am the better for it today. Well, you, you may not have had that experience. You may have had a father with a well-established business and you observed how had he worked and became super successful, it's still the same principle of diligence. It's very important that we note that the, the character strengths that we imbibe, that we inculcate into our children is more important than every other thing, more important than clothes. In, in my book, some character maxing for a successful future. There's a quote there that says, build your character before your wardrobe. Build your character before your makeup. Build your character before your wardrobe. In fact, it was, I mean, very heartwarming for me recently. I mean, a, a colleague of mine that we attended university together, you know, said he got some copies of the book about two years ago. And that when he got to this quote on, Build your character before your wardrobe. That he spent two weeks talking to his children, the character strengths to focus on. Now, when I heard that, I I was deeply touched. The wow! So this book is making this much impact. So we need to raise our teenagers to imbibe good value systems. May I say that the future of our nations depends on the kind of teenagers we raise over the next 50 years. The future of our nations, the future of Nigeria depends on the kind of teenagers we raise over the next 50 years. Now, to zero in on our major topic for today, Friday, June 26, 2020. We will be talking about teenagers. And our topic is, is tagged 
Teens, what's up? Teens, what's up? I want to give a big shout out to all teenagers listening to me right now. And I'd like to say to parents, to parents listening to me, please share this link with your friends. If you're a teenager, you're listening to me, share it with your friends, share with your, I mean, your friends, parents, let everybody listen up. Because teenagers, you guys hold the future of our nations. We trust God that fathers and mothers will create the enabling environment for teenagers. And that the teenagers too will recreate themselves even if, you know, such environment is not created for them. You know, in there's a saying in Yoruba, I mean, that won't be me, it may not to try me be, that is, I was giving birth to, but I also, you know, rebirthed myself, permit my choice of words. I gave birth to myself again. So, yes, we, we trust that the home will be an enabling environment where there will be kind words, where there will be warmth and decency. But even if you don't have that, or you're hearing me today, you can decide to do that for yourself. So, teens, what's up, y'all? We will touch on four key aspects as we speak to teenagers today. Now, there are four, four, four key things that we want to touch on today. You know, talking about teenagers. So the first thing is, welcome to self-awareness. You know, the teenage period is a, is a period of self-awareness. It's a transition period from being a child to being an adult. But you're no longer a child. You're not yet an adult. You're a teenager. You're in that transition stage. And it's a stage for self-awareness. It's a stage that comes with a lot of, you know, challenges because... You're no longer a child and you're not yet an adult. You don't want to be seen as a child anymore and you, you want to be seen as an adult, but you're not yet an adult. So it calls for self-awareness. We'll talk about that. The teenage period is, is a stage to commit to purpose. We're going to talk about you committing to purpose. The best time to find purpose is as a teenager. So you can have good time to work on that purpose and make maximum impact. We're also going to talk about that this stage is time to get the best of friendship. The best of friendship. And of course, see you in the future. Now, this is going to be very inspiring for teenagers. Parents listening, please ask your teens to plug in. Teens listening, share the link with your friends. Parents, please share the link with your friends. Let everybody listen up. Because if we are going to have a new Nigeria, if you are going to have a new nation wherever you are in the world, we need to start with our teenagers. 
we need to start. And, and I'm saying teenagers because, you know, they are very significant. Of course, we have our children, but we have the teenagers. Now, so the teenagers, they are the connecting point between the children and, of course, the young adults. If we get the teenagers right, if we get them to have a mind of diligence, a mind of excellence, a mind of hard work and study, and they imbibe this, even when nobody's watching them, then we're assured of a great future. If we raise teenagers that work for the common good, if we raise teenagers that are not selfish, then we have a great future. So please, let's invite everyone to listen. So the first point is welcome to self-awareness. The teenage years is an exciting phase for the teenagers and for the parents. Like I said earlier, you know, it's a stage where the teenagers are living, being children, transitioning to be adults. So, teenagers are getting to know themselves while their parents are no longer getting to know them. Let me explain that. So, when you become a teenager, you are getting to discover who you are. You know, the real you is coming out. And that comes with a lot of hormonal changes, behavioral changes, you know, and expectations. Now, on the other hand, your parents are beginning to not know you anymore. Because the child, the friendly child, the warm child wants to be on his or her own. So, it's an interesting time. And most times, this paradox makes it challenging for both parties. You know, Dr. Mick Euclidia, a leadership and management consultant, listed some emotional intelligence skill sets that must be learned during this self-awareness stage. So I have adapted that to relate to teenagers and these skill sets are self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationship, decision-making, and stress management. Teenagers, as you get to be aware of yourself, as you get to know yourself, these are five key things you need to note. Self-perception. Know your strengths and your weaknesses. Now, you know, this is very important for you to do. Look at yourself. What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are the things I like to do? What are the things I do not like to do? What do I love? What do I hate? If I could do anything without getting paid, what would it be? What do I think about most of the time? When I look around the society, what do I see? 
what would I love changed? So that's talking, that's speaking to self-perception. Know thyself. Then the next thing is self-expression. You need to communicate clearly so people get what you're saying. You know, like I said, this teenage period is a stage where you are getting to know yourself and your parents are also getting to know you. Or they're like, ah, what has changed? You're not who you used to be. Now, so, you, you, we, every, both parties need to be patient in this self-awareness journey. And of course, that calls for clearly communicating, you know, clearly expressing yourself without being angry, without being rude, but very clearly. So, in, you also need to understand interpersonal relationships. Get along very well with family and friends. It's not a time to sulk and you know, get into a cold war with your parents. No. Of course, and that's why we're doing this show today. So talking to teenagers and also talking to parents, right? That parents should please be patient with their teenagers to support them, you know, through this phase, to build these life skills. Decision making. Make good choices and quickly too. So at this stage, of course, you need to begin to get a grip on decision making. And of course, teenagers, please trust your parents on some of these things. You know, talk with them, discuss with them, interact with them. Let your parents be your best friends. You know, study how they make decisions. So that you also, because when you get it right at this stage, it makes life exciting in the future for you. And of course, the last point to note here is stress management. Let pressure bring out the best in you. So, this is very important that you must know how to manage stress. You know, when you were a child, yeah, everything was still, you know, easy cozy. Or when you become a teenager, when you enter the secondary school, there's, there's work pressure from school. There's a lot of expectations from home, you know, work you need to do, your friends are there. But you must ensure that you, you, are, you imbibe the right value system. So when pressure comes, pressure only pushes up the, the great value content in you. Parents, please, let's be patient with our teenagers to support them to build these life skills. Also, there's a need to commit to purpose. As you come to self-awareness, be patient with yourself. And ask yourself this question. What is my assignment on earth? Why am I here? What's my assignment? And you know, there are there are tons of resources on this. Find them and dig deep so you can find your purpose. A, a recommended read is the books by Dr. Miles Morrow. He lived his life to teach the world about purpose. 
So the, the teenage period is the best time to find your purpose. It's the best time to discover what your assignment is on earth. And this is very important. You know, like I like to say to parents, don't ask your child what you want to be when you grow up. Rather ask your child, how do you want to impact the world? How do you want to contribute to society? What do you want to change? Now, when, when, when we engage our children with this question, when they're young, now, so th- this is a question you must keep asking, maybe right from age five. Of course, keep asking by the time they're age seven, age eight, nine, ten. You would see that the, the answer, you know, will start and keep changing. But when it gets to a certain point, they will, they will be getting a, a wind of, yeah, this is what I want to be. This is how I want to impact the world. Now, the best thing is for that interaction to have happened so much that by the time the child is finishing what we call GSS 3 in Nigeria, of course, which, you know, in some parts of the world, we call grade grade 8, I think. Our GSS 1 is grade 6, GSS 2 is grade 7, GSS 3 is grade 8, right, using the American system. And so, by the time they finish grade 8 or GSS 3, you know, that is clear in their mind that I want to impact the world in this area. And then they move to the respective class to enable them to study that. So teenagers, please take the time. Study books on how to discover your purpose. Very, very important. Very critical. Because living a deliberate life should start in your teenage years. Living a deliberate life should start as a teenager. Living a life of purpose is not just for adults. It starts in your teenage years. Living a life of purpose is not just for adults. It starts in your teenage years. So still talking about committing to purpose, Bill Gates, the founder of Microsoft, started coding at the age of 13. Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, he started at the age of 11. Elon Musk, founder of SpaceX and Tesla, he started at the age of 12. Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, number one man, started at grade four with the school's computer. So you need to know that your teenage years is the best time to discover your purpose and commit to it. I want to appeal to you teenagers. Don't, don't think to study a course because you get a good job. No, I mean, well-paying. No, that's boring. But find out how you want to impact the world and go and get education in that direction. And I'm trusting parents to support teenagers in this this journey. Even David the shepherd boy killed the lion at a young age. 
which began his career in leadership. Leadership born out of a heart of service. He was a shepherd and he went after a lion just to protect a sheep. Find your purpose early and commit to it. Let your education and your schooling be in line with your purpose. Let your education and your schooling be in line with your purpose. Get the best of friendship. You know, at this age, at this teenage period, you are more socially aware and you want to have friends. Please ensure you get into friendships where you can give your best and get the best. Have friends where you can give your best and also get the best. It must be a friendship that values you and adds value to you. At this age, yeah, you know, a lot of friends of, you know, I mean, from different socioeconomic class, friends from across the, the genders. But you must please ensure that it's added value. Authentic friendship is not about the number of likes on social media or dislikes, you know, no. Now, of course, we live in a social media world and we put out a post, you know, we all want to see the views grow, we want to see the thumbs up, you know, we would like to see the thumbs down, <laughs> you know. But you need to take charge of your heart and don't allow depression because someone unfriended you or blocked you or did not like your post on social media. Of course, a lot of people fall into depression because of that. But you need to take charge of yourself. You must focus on friendship that is valuable. And you must be deliberate about it. So like I said, we'll touch on you understanding yourself. Of course, we've talked about focusing on knowing your strengths and your weaknesses as your self-perception. You must know yourself. Then express yourself clearly. Take charge. Don't be afraid, don't, don't be angry. Be bold, be confident. Speak your mind. Be polite, don't be rude. Let your parents understand exactly what you're feeling. Trust them. Then of course, work on getting along very well with friends and family. Get a grip on decision making. Of course, know how to manage stress. Let's let the pressure, let stress push out the best in you. You know, work best under pressure. So we've talked about that. We've talked about your need to commit to purpose. It's very important. Find books on purpose. What's my assignment on earth? How do I discover my purpose? Why am I here? So get those books, study them, dig deep into those books. Find yourself. Living a life of purpose 
is not just for adults. It starts, it should start in your teenage years. So you need to commit to purpose, you need to get the best of friendship. When you have all of this well put together, you are, you are ready for the future. And you know what? The future is now. We're in the information era. And you can learn what any adult knows and even more. Of course, you know that today. You can study anything. You know, one of the biggest, I mean, trends now is self-development, homeschooling, self-education. Why? Because once you have data, you have access to the internet, you can study anything, you can study any course. So, you can learn what adults know and even more. You don't have to wait anymore to get into the future. The future is now. The future is right here. The future is at your fingertips. But, please, you must honor your parents and adults and learn what they know which you would not find on the internet. Yeah, so you may, you may know, I mean, you may study as much as you can study on the internet. You may know far more than your parents. But there are things they know that you will not find on the internet. So you have to honor them, you have to respect them, you have to learn from them. So we've talked about all of these things. And when you discover your strengths and your weaknesses, when you stay true to your purpose, when you are deliberate about your friends, you are on your path to greatness. You are on your path to making positive impact on the society. Remember, you are not too young to be yourself. So, find your authentic self and stay true to it. You are not too young to be yourself. So, find your authentic self, discover yourself and stay true to it. Don't let any friend influence you otherwise. You rather be the influence. You make impact. You be the change. Imbibe some character and let that flow through you. Let it spread like a fountain. Let it spread to everybody around you. When you do these things we've talked about as a teenager, you will have the best of times with your parents. You will have the best of times with your friends and the society at large. Like we said, parents, please, let's be patient with our teenagers to support them to build these life skills. Self-perception, self-expression, interpersonal relationship, decision-making, and stress management. You know, I'm sure parents, you, you know the skills. You, you need these skills too. And of course, you know a lot more about it, especially in today's workplace. 
And of course, the, the human resource experts are beginning, I mean, know very clearly the role of emotional quotient versus intelligent quotient, IQ versus EQ. And so it, it, it's, it's just awesome to inculcate this into our teenagers. Let them, let them be masters, you know, of, of themselves. Let them, you know, know how to, let them know their, their, their strengths and their weaknesses. And of course, once, once you know that, you know how to work on it. You know how to take advantage of it. You know how not to let it affect you negatively. You know how to improve on yourself. So, we, we need these skills so that we can manage our emotions. As we seek to manage the emotions of others to get mutually beneficial results. You know, the, the teenage period, I mean, it's a very emotional period. Why? Because there are a lot of hormones, you know, that are just, you know, coming to life a lot. And this comes with, you know, mood swings. So we need to know ourselves. We need to understand, you know, what is at play and then be masters of those things. It's interesting to note that what we put into education today will reflect in our culture tomorrow. And it's important that we put some character in education today. Very key. And if there's anything we, we have to do, all of us, parents, teenagers, government officials, educate, educators, religious leaders, the media, we need to give some character a pride of place. We need to give some character a pride of place. It's very key. And that's why we're having this show every Friday, 7 p.m. Nigerian time. Some character with David Adeboiga. Why? Because what we put into education today will reflect in our society tomorrow. Very important. And I have a book titled Some Character Magazine for a Successful Future. It has 18 nuggets on some character with some brief explanation and cartoon illustrations. So, and interestingly, the book has been approved by the Lagos State Ministry of Education. It's in the book list, you know, for junior secondary schools or for secondary schools. It's approved in the book list. Now, so the interesting thing about the book is that even if you're younger, you're not yet in secondary school, it has cartoon illustrations where you could just even look at the, at the cartoon and get the message. I'd like to read you know, some of these costumes just to bring up the point we're making about teenagers today. On day 72, it says, Seek to improve your character by deliberate actions. Seek to improve your character by deliberate actions. So, I've 
So teenagers in the house, I've, I've given you some five key areas to focus on. Number one is know your strengths and weaknesses, self-perception. And one of the ways to know this is, you know, also by talking to your parents. It's very important. Talking with your parents is important. Please, I want to appeal to you teenagers, don't look down on your parents. Honor them. Don't compare your parents with others. Honor your parents. Don't look down on them. Talk with them. Express yourself to them. Why? Because they are your parents. They, they know things that you don't know. So, seek to improve your character by deliberate actions. Some character does not jump on you. It is worked at. So parents, please don't just expect that your children will just be behaving well. No. You are the first picture that they are seeing. And that's why you know, we spend time talking to fathers to create enabling environment in the home an enabling environment of love, an enabling environment of warmth, an enabling environment of kind words. Of course, we, we know that the difference between a house and a home is the people inside. The difference between a house and a home is the people living in the home. The people living in the house makes it a home. Now, the difference between homes, and please listen to this carefully, the difference between homes is the kind of words that is flowing. So, look at it. The difference between a house and a home is that a house, yeah, it's just a house. Nobody's living in it. Now, a home is a house with people living inside. But I'm saying the difference between homes is the kind of words that are flowing in those homes. So, when you have a home flowing with kind words, when you have a home flowing with warmth, with love, with compassion, you know, when you have a home that is flowing with such words, even regardless of their economic status, and then you have another home where, you know, it's more of abusive words, where it's more of, you know, annoyance, where it's more of shouting, where it's more of insecurity, where it's more of distrust. That's also a home. But it's different from the other one we described. Now, to raise children, to raise teenagers that will be a joy in the future, we must have homes that are filled with kind words. 
We must have homes that are filled with love. We must have homes that are filled with sound character. And that's why we're doing this show, Sound Character with David Adeguega. And that's why I have dedicated my life to sound character. So that we can have new nations. So that we can have new societies. So that we can have a new people. So that we can raise people that work for the common good. Very important. We need to raise people that work for the common good. We need to raise people that are not selfish. We need to raise people who think about the good of all. Very important. And if that will happen, it will start, you know, like we know charity begins at home. We must start in the home. Our homes must be places filled with love, with kind words. See, it doesn't matter even if what you are eating in that home is, we call it Gary, you know, one of the cheapest foods around, even though it's becoming quite expensive these days. You know, Gary, cassava flour, and Kuli Kuli. <laughs> you know, Kuli Kuli is made from ground nuts. If that's what you are eating, but it is filled with love, it is filled with kind words, it is filled with understanding, compassion. See, such a home will be more desirable than another where, yes, they have fried rice, they have chicken, they have name it, but it's with abuse. You rather want to stay where they're drinking Gary and be at peace. But you can have that place where you have seven course meals and still have a home filled with love. That's our, that's our focus. That's our drive. And imagine if we have every home like that, then we would have a new nation. And my challenge on today's show is, over the next 50 years, can we commit to that? As a father, commit to that. As a mother, commit to that. As a teenager, commit to that. Fill your environment with love. Fill your environment with kindness. And see if we are not going to have a new nation. Don't be too focused about what you gain. Be focused about what the society gains. It's more important than what you gain. You know, just imagine you're a local government chairman and you make up your mind that every road in my local government will be neat. Every drain will be neat. Just imagine if you decide to do that. So look look at our nation, Nigeria, for instance. We don't have stable power supply. You know, and just imagine, you know, a whole lot of states in darkness. And you know, that alone is just a breeding ground for all manner of terrible things. But imagine, you know, we have 
a crop of people that commit themselves to the fact that we must make power available. We must light up everywhere. Imagine what happens to society. You know, so imagine people that have been making profit from the darkness decide to say, you know what, let's work for the common good. That's what we're talking about. Now, until we get to that point where it's not my profit first, but it's the profit of my society first, then we'll have a new nation. See, if you think profit for society first, I can assure you, you will still get your own profit. But when you think about your own profit first, you know what? Only you are going to get profit. Every, I mean, the society will be in loss. That's what we're saying. So I, I am making an appeal today, especially concerning the issue of power generation in Nigeria. Let's make it work. Those that are supplying generators, those that are supplying diesel, can we please let this thing work? We need lights 24-7. You know, we've heard of billions and billions of dollars that have been spent and yet nothing has come out. But I'm making an appeal today, please. Those of you running these things, you know what to be done. Let's do what we need to do. We need light 24-7. It's part of the enabling environment that we're talking of. See, just imagine how it is when there's power and generators are not working. Everywhere is quiet. Everywhere is serene. You can think. Government, this is an appeal to you. And when I say government, like I said last week, I'm not just talking about the people in power. Of course, they are in power. We elected them there. They were selected. They were appointed to give us power. But I'm talking to those of us who are not yet in power today. But over the next 50 years, you'll be there. Do the right thing. This is coming straight from my heart. So on our show today, we're talking to teenagers. Maybe I'm even talking to teenagers. Because see, guys, teenagers, you are the leaders of this country. Because those that are leading us today were once teenagers. So from among you, over the next 50 years, will be the local government chairman, the state governors, the ministers, the senators, the House of Rep members. Hear what I'm telling you today. When you get there, Make sure we have power. Make sure we have hospitals. Make sure you lead for the common good. Make sure you raise a people that will give us a new nation. That's my charge to us today. So, I go back to the book. Seek to improve your character by deliberate actions. 
some character does not jump on you. It is worked out. Latent inside of you is the ability to love, to be patient and diligent. Inside all of us is the ability to love, to be patient, to be diligent. Is the ability to live for the common good. But you have to deliberately make them happen. You have to deliberately release what you've got inside. And we're talking about some character. Be conscious of how people respond to your display of character. I repeat, seek to improve your character by deliberate actions. We don't have any other country to run to. We are going to stay here and we're going to build this nation. And we will bring the value of dignity of labor, the value of hard work, the value of dedication. We'll bring it back. Yes, I stand for that. And I call you today, stand for that as well. Let's have a new nation. Let's rebuild Nigeria. Let's rebuild our nation. I stand to rebuild this nation. And I call you to stand with me. Let's raise a new nation. Let's raise teenagers that will deliver the nation to us. I remain your host, David Adeguega, author and sound character coach. What a joy when we all imbibe some character and live for the common good. Please say that with me. What a joy when we all imbibe some character and live for the common good. Please follow us, like us, share the post on our social media handles. Instagram is at Sound Character. Facebook, Sound Character Nigeria, Nigeria in full. On Twitter, at Sound Character and our website soundcharacter.ng Under the blog section of the website we have some articles there please make us some time and read them soundcharacter.ng you know you find some articles there and you can reach you can reach me on plus two three four eight zero three two zero one five four Three three. I take that again. Plus two three four eight zero three two zero one five four three three. If you want to get your e-copy of this book I'm, I've been reading from, you can get it from kikele.com. K-I-K-E-L-E.com for your e-copy of the book at a very token amount. The book is titled Sound Character Magazine for a Successful Future. You will find it under the education section on kikenly.com. Stay blessed, stay safe, and stay positive, like my son would say. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. Thank you. His published works are useful for young people in imbibing sound character, and for parents in instilling character excellence in their children and wards. 
He believes that through the grace of God, the sound character ideas will empower a critical mass of purposeful future leaders, demonstrating values to contribute positively globally. Inspiring Nigerians who would imbibe sound character values so that corruption will not be an option in any situation. He sees a nation where dignity of labor takes its pride of place and where people work hard to unleash the potentials hidden in them.